0: Welcome, Bills Mafia, to Bills or Bust, the podcast dedicated to all things Buffalo Bills. I'm Tom Murphy. Join in as we talk about the Buffalo Bills, of course, and also the other 31 teams in the league that will watch us win the Super Bowl or bust. Hey, 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 Bills Mafia. How's it going? Thank you for joining Bills or Bust podcast. I'm Tom Murphy, and joining us yet again is a very good friend of the show, very good friend of mine, Bill Superfan from Williamsville, New York. Currently, Meg Rechtenwald, Meg, five Stop and her. three, doing good. Five and three. Uh, obviously, we'd like to be better, but we're running right in the middle of uh, right in the middle of the pack with a uh, higher end of the pack of the AFC. Good things good things uh, to come here pretty soon.
1: We've been on a ride this season, I think. I was thinking back to I think, our first iteration of this right before the Jets to now. And, like, my God, we, we've been on a roller coaster of emotion. And it's been chaos here on a good day. But, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a grueling second half of the season ahead. So we're in for a ride.
0: Yeah, I know. And it's uh, – yeah, I didn't even know how to, like, start that. Because I'm like, five and three is – It's a little like it's. It's actually a respectable record. It's kind of, you know, if you told we'll be five and three at the beginning this before the season started, I'd be like, ah, not ideal, but all right. But you know, it seems like we should be better, even though in reality we could be a lot worse. True.
1: Well, I look at several of our wins, and those could have easily, including the one just this last Thursday, we were seconds away from that, and, and a quick turnaround away from that also being a loss. So. We will oh, take yeah. the wins where we get them. I'm going to sit comfortably at five and three, but I think everybody coming into this thought at minimum we'd be six and
0: two right now. I know at, uh, I think at this point in the season, I always do every game. I had us at, I had us at six and two at this point, And yeah. I was, I was trying to be a little modest. Uh, yep. you know, I, I can tend to look at a schedule and be like, Oh, 17 and Oh, like who's, <laughs> there's not one team on this schedule better than us. But then I'm like, okay, just take a deep breath and just try and, you know, and I had us at six and two. I actually pre- the, I predicted Jets and Jaguars as losses. I uh, did not see New England coming. I don't think anybody did. But, no, uh, none
1: of us did, unfortunately. No, you're yeah. call a realist, man. You survived and remember, I won't say fondly, but the days of the <laughs> 80s and early 90s. So you're what we call a realist when it comes to looking at schedules. Oh, yeah.
0: I, yeah, I definitely, uh, I I try to maintain some, uh, you know, dignity. I, I don't know if that's accurate, but uh, no, uh, you know, I definitely have, I definitely have friends who are, you know, very bottom, like basement negative and then some that are, uh, and he knows who he is. He's listening uh, almost delusional, like often, delus- often delusional in like this team, just thinking, you know, I've heard him say, he's just like, I just like, it's so, like I'm not worried about the Bengals. It's just like, I'm, like, you, 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 like, do what planet are you living on?
1: Those are you know? my people. Those are my people. I think I oh. straddled both sides of it this year, but like, those are my people. The writer does.
0: Oh, absolutely. You know. Oh, he's like, yeah, this uh, guy. It's it's Jason Thurston who's listening. Mm-hmm. He's been on the show many times. Uh, I do I do laugh it's also like sometimes it's like I want to throw papers up in the air but it's also a reason why I love him so much it's uh, and it's a reason we share about 100 text messages a day uh, even during the off season it's just uh, you know it's like uh, like I, I don't picture us like I don't see a way in which we lose this week and it's like my god you've been a Bills fan longer than me how can you possibly you know
1: That could rattle off about
0: a dozen that we could lose in about three seconds. So here we go. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, so, uh, I'm just going to get right into everything, starting with, uh, you know, last week's trivia. I'm trying now a new thing with the show where I'm going to base the trivia kind of based on the team that is coming up. So this Mm -hmm. is based on the, uh, the previous opponent, Tampa Bay. So, uh, We hosted the Buccaneers in 2017. Uh, It was a very good game. Uh, We squeaked that one out, 30 to 27. And uh, a future bill had two touchdown receptions. Can you name that person? Two touchdown receptions for the Buccaneers.
2: A future bill? Yes. Oh, Lord. Uh
0: was on the roster at some point over the past six seasons. And
2: was
0: Howard, was it? Oh, nice job. Yes. OJ OJ Howard. It was probably probably the best game of his NFL career. Yeah. Uh- Baguely
1: remember that game. I was yeah. him as a Bill. As soon as he came to us, I just kind of blacked out everything that he'd done before that, just like most players that come to play for us.
0: Oh exactly. But yeah, he was supposed to be, you know, the uh like one of the best tight ends to ever come out of college and just kind of like faltered out, but he had a huge game against us, 98 yards, two touchdowns. And we happened to escape that one, uh, 30 to 27. I remember it was a really good game. That was in the first, uh, playoff year in forever in McDermott's first year. It was, uh, Jameis Winston versus Tyrod Taylor. I was going to say it
1: was Tyrod Taylor.
0: Yeah. Yeah. uh,
1: I, I forget that he's still in the league and that every once in a while he comes and plays against, against us. For another season, like you're just gonna be the first. he's like the new, uh, uh, oh god, who's the quarterback that we had? He's on the he just took a shirt off on TV. Oh, Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick, thank you. He's like the Fitzpatrick. new Fitzpatrick. He's like all over the place.
0: I know, and I'm hoping like when Tyrod is officially out of the league that he can become a a champion, you know, champion fan for us. Uh, I always feel like yeah, I feel he has a good connection with Buffalo, even though I have to say with Tyrod. Uh you know, I think fans were like 50-50 on him. There were either 50% supporters or 50% who just like just tried to throw him under the bus for like three years straight. I was uh I was definitely a Tyrod supporter up until the playoff game yeah. where I was just like, I I mean I love the guy. I thought he handled himself so much class, but I remember that playoff game. Uh that was finally I you know, I was actually telling Jason, it's like, yeah, he's just coming up all over the place in this episode. I told him, like, we're going to know exactly who Tyrod Taylor is in this game. And it's like, that'll say if we're going to move on from him or not. And it was just like, yes, loudly spoken, like less than 100 <laughs> yeah. yards passing. And it was just like, yep, that's our answer. And, but not the you. answer
1: of the future we were looking for.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's like, thank you for the memories, but <laughs> I always just have short term memory with, uh, with like the Bills. I have like, you know, I know a lot of people want to keep players for nostalgia's sake, but then, like, I, I'm just not that way. It's like, oh, no, it's like they can move on. They can have success somewhere else. But even, like, Fred Jackson, who I loved.
1: I know. Like, absolutely
0: loved, and People were like, oh, I was like, we can't get rid of him. I'm like, yes, we can. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I think that comes with the territory when you build a team and a franchise around this idea of a family, where it's like you get to know the players so well, and they become just such mm-hmm. a kind of fabric of buffalo that it is harder to let go of of them when you just see them everywhere they're out in the community they're they're you know the epitome of what we wanted to build here um so i think we've kind of done that to ourselves in a way sometimes of course hang on to them a little too long
0: and that is a you know that is a good point you know me myself living in new york city and you know going to buffalo maybe just a few times you know a few times a year to visit family uh So yeah, it's like, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm kind of like a bit on the outside looking in. I'm just knowing from the TV and yeah, they are, they tend to be, you know, very uh, huge parts of the community. Many of them, like many of them end up staying in Buffalo.
1: I was just thinking about Kyle Williams. Yeah. A lot of them grow to build families and love it. The ones that are here for the long haul, at least.
0: I know. I might be mistaken. I think even Drew Bledsoe might still be living in the area.
1: I think
0: that's right. I think a lot of a lot of it is, uh, you know, they can, uh, you know, they can make these millions and millions of dollars, and they can, you know, they can either live like a regular rich person, you know, in California, or they can just live like, you know,
1: live like a kid. like
0: the Sultan of Brunei in Western Europe. <laughs> <York. laughs> it's like they got oil money living
1: here. They're they're golden.
0: Say, yes, exactly, and you know it's safe. The uh, I you know I you know the summers are just fantastic. That's all I'll say about the weather.
1: <laughs> Get the highest highs and some of the lowest lows.
0: Oh, absolutely! And uh, my gosh, and I can't wait. I'm going to be in Buffalo uh, in about four weeks. I'm gonna have oh to gosh, uh, it's almost
1: Thanksgiving already.
0: I, I I can't I can't even fathom it. Yeah, I mean, speaking, yeah, we're all, we're just shy, like of the halfway point this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think halftime half of next week's game will be the official halfway point of the regular yeah. season. And speaking of, just going to give the quick recap of this past game we watched. On Thursday night football in week eight in Orchard Park, the Bills escape a late threat by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, winning 24-18, to 18, keeping pace with the rest of the AFC with a brutal remaining schedule looming and yes that's that's just pretty much it in a nutshell like the way this game started you know it was uh my problem of three previous games to playing tampa bay was we were we weren't showing up in the first half and then it was the second half is finally where we started to like show uh you know show some grit show some grit offensively at least and this game started off like the exact opposite and was thinking it's like all right the offense is back you know gunning it all over the field uh come out come out of uh the half scoring a touchdown on that first drive which is like that's my favorite time ever to score a touchdown like if you have to choose any oh well especially or with the exception of needing one at the very end of the game right (laughs) but uh Just in, like, a random, like, just in any situation, that's the best. You know, you receive second half and just score. It's, you know, Mm -hmm. just such an advantage. And then we don't score another point after that. So it was just the opposite. And going forward, it's, you know, working out some kinks. Like, this, we know what this offense is capable of. We saw it weeks two to four. Uh, They, just plain and simple, they need to start playing four quarters of football and not just... You know, two and a half.
1: Right. Well, and if they're only going to do two and a half, let's go back to what we at least are more comfortable with is let's have the first half be a fire drill. I'm okay with it because none of us are going to survive the rest of the season if the second half start becoming a regular fire drill going forward because it was chaotic to watch and, and see all the highs and lows of that too. But we've got to start putting together four quarters. And it, at some point the conversation has to be had of we've got the right pieces. What's the problem? What's missing? Like what is mm-hmm. causing us to keep tripping over ourselves every other Sunday at this point?
0: That's, that is what it is. Uh, this was not a good team. We played, no. uh, I, I had seen just very little of them during the first half, of, like first half of the season outside of this game. Uh, it didn't feel like this was a team, like maybe underachieving during the season. And they just showed up this game. They, like Tampa, Tampa Bay uh was not impressive, uh, pr- impressive at all, as opposed to the Patriots who were garbage up until that game. And Mac Jones, all of a sudden decides to become Tom Brady. Uh, <laughs> this, Uh Like, yeah, it was not the Baker Mayfield show. We knew what
1: happened against this. If it was going to happen to any team, we would be the team that makes Mac Jones look like Tom Brady.
0: Oh no. Of course. Yes. And, but like, you know, especially, you know, I'm kind of going backwards here. The, the, uh, that touchdown drive right before the, you know, Hail Mary attempt. Mm -hmm. That was very nerve wracking Uh, and ended up being a 92 yard drive. And also actually one that turned out to be 96 because they had the, uh, you know, false start uh, to start. So it was like, Oh yeah, there's no way. Uh, It's like the absolute, uh, one of my favorite adjectives, one of the most billsy things ever. (laughs) (laughs) Bills had two penalties on fourth down on that drive. And like, these are especially the things that we are able to, you know, able to squeak it out versus, you know, the like mid Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, But with this schedule coming up, the, you know, Bengals next week. uh, I mean, even Denver, I, I still think Denver are frauds, but like past two weeks, I'm thinking maybe not. Then All it's of like- a
1: sudden, I got scared after watching the game this weekend with Kansas City just being completely dismantled. Again, now, I, again, I think they're overinflated this year, too. But I mean, I'm not looking at any game on our schedule and saying I feel comfortable
0: at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You never, you never should. It was like, I mean, I was even like, I was like, Oh, I don't care if we play like garbage. There's no way we're losing to the giants. And then sure enough, we're, we, we were like two seconds away from like that absolutely happening. But uh, it's like, yeah, like, these fourth down is like especially you know like illegal contact on johnson some of those are just questionable but like the face mask on jordan phillips on a sack it's like we just we we just can't be doing this especially like that's a 15 yarder like what what are we going to do if we do that like it's one thing to do it against baker mayfield and the buccaneers what are we going to do in a like how are we going to do that in a tight game at all mm-hmm. against Joe Burrow and the Bengals. That's uh, just well, good. as I said,
1: you're staring down a schedule where you've got Joe Burrow coming up. You got Jalen Hurts a couple weeks after that. You've got the Cowboys coming. Like it's it's there's no options for us to do that anymore. And that's one of two mm-hmm. things that scares me. So you talk about the most billsy thing that we can do. There's two things that always scare me about this team, which we've had a track record of this over the last 20 years penalties, being an undisciplined team or making stupid or lazy penalties that end up costing us games or points at minimum, and two, playing down to our opponents. We became the team over the last few years that teams play up to, and mm-hmm. we continue to play down against or not take it seriously or not be coached well enough to play at that level every single game, because you better believe these teams are coming prepared to play us now. That's yeah. new- for us, that's not something we had to deal with for
2: oh, exactly you know, oh,
1: yeah. fifteen of the last twenty years. But they're taking it seriously, and I don't know what we're doing sometimes.
0: Yeah, no, and it's uh, you know, and I noticed, like, and this has been a weird year. It's like all of these teams kind of like have a bit of their struggles. I mean, like yeah. the Eagles almost lost to the uh, Commanders, yes. but it only seems with these teams, even like the Chiefs, like it doesn't seem like these like linger for you know four games the way they have with us and we're very lucky to be you know in the past four games two and two Mm -hmm. you know we could be we could be three and five like very Mm -hmm. very easy like very easily after uh you know the last time we talked was right before the Miami game that we Mm -hmm. were so nervous about and it's just like you know and then what do we what do we do that game? We look we completely put ourselves on a pedestal like we might be the best team in the NFL. Everyone was crowning the Dolphins and then we just go in and just absolutely slaughter them. And I swear, it's the third year in a row where it happened, where we have that statement win, where it's like, oh, Buffalo is Buffalo is the team to beat in the entire NFL. And then we, we just decide, like, right after that game to jump off a cliff.
1: <laughs> it's, we have the two things. We have the statement loss now in a big statement win, and then we fall back off the cliff. So it's like the inconsistency. <laughs> has become the consistent thing with this team and it's heartbreaking every single time it happens. God help me if this team ever goes and plays another game in London again. Like that I'm I'm oh, writing it off completely because that was the stupidest thing we've ever done. But at this point it's just like and I know since the Dolphins game we listen, we've lost a lot of really big guys that are kind of crucial okay. in, in a lot of different ways. I and mean, Milano in and of itself was such a loss on that field but um we haven't lost everybody we've got good backups we've got good pieces in place it's just i don't understand this this roller coaster every single week you never know what team's going to show up
0: oh absolutely no, and yeah the defense definitely turned it around uh since the pats game Mm -hmm. uh having all having oliver in there definitely helped he again you know he had a monster game and he 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 definitely uh stops team from running up the middle like the like the patriots were just completely exploiting that but yeah you know uh dorian williams will not like he will not be matt milano anytime soon but i do like this guy this guy's just a hustler he's you know every time you just see him all over the field he's like the energizer bunny he's just Mm -hmm. like man just wants to get to the ball like more snaps like you're gonna see him just get better bernard still like being like very impressive uh Cornerback is definitely cornerback is definitely an issue. Uh, it's good now to have Benford and Jackson in there. It definitely yeah. seems like there's a little more a little more stability in that aspect. But now you're just you're just noticing there's like some of these these receivers are just like just absolutely wide open on third down. And uh, but you know those. And these are also things, you know, as long as we can get some stops, we know what this offense is capable of. They, you know, they've shown it in so many games where, you know, not that we have to have like the, you know, Patriots playoff game, perfect game every single week. But, you know, we, we know we should be, you know, you know, we, we should be scoring 30 points a game, like almost easily. Uh, You know, so it's just. I think a lot of it is the offense just has to just keep keep bringing it, and then the defense will, uh, you know, get its job done. But when the, you know, when the Bills are getting these just like two straight drives of three and outs, you know, it's 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 just frustrating because you know this team is just so much better than that. And I'm still trying to I'm still trying to figure out. I'm not smart enough to realize if it is Dorsey, but uh, I don't know. It's easy to point fingers, but like, what do you think on that aspect?
1: I think it's not not Dorsey. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, at some level, you have to say, why can't we be more creative? We have one of the best quarterbacks in the league who can do anything and everything. Now we don't want him doing anything and everything anymore. That's blatantly obvious. You've got McDermott saying, "I don't tell Ellen not to to slide." Anymore, mm-hmm. he's like I, I could beat him over the head with a baseball bat at this point, and you know mm-hmm. he, knows, he knows he needs to slide. Like we get it, but at some point they've put him on a leash, and I don't know who did that or whose choice that was. But it's like he's in his own head too much. He's questioning mm-hmm. everything, and in those games where we are losing or the offense isn't firing on all cylinders, you can see that. You can see that the gears are turning too much. Mm-hmm. One of my t- my favorite TV shows of all time is the West Wing. One of my favorite episodes in the West Wing is when they put together a game plan for him to win the next term. And it's just let Bartlett be Bartlett. Just let him run. Let Allen be Allen. And that's the only thing that I can think of at this point without hurting himself. Because he's got something going on with his shoulder. There's something there. He's in the blue tent way more often than we'd like him to be. But at some point, you just got to let him make decisions. And for the love of God, be creative around what you can do with them. Because if oh, you sit on the couch and predict what they're about to run, you can better believe some of the best defensive coaches and offensive coaches in the league are figuring this out a lot faster.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. So they and have to have to say,
0: oh, yeah. And I do have to say, I mean, just at least compared to the uh, New England game, the play calling just seemed to be a little more creative and a yes. little more like, creative while like, not predictable, but just more uh, more reasonable. You know, no like no more of these like, you know, I I'm s st- I'll never forget the it was like a screen to digs against the Patriots okay. where there was zero screen where it, you know, like <laughs> yeah. you know, just like completely covered and it's just like what like what what were you thinking there? And oh, okay. but you know, uh and like then they kind of they let uh Alan off the leash a little bit and no, like you said, you know, you and it's funny you talk about like seeing the gears with like the gears turning and him questioning himself. Uh as much as I love Alan, and I think he's, I think he's probably, arguably more talented uh, athletically than Mahomes. Yes, uh, I don't think they exactly have the same mentality because you can definitely tell by the looks on their faces when things are going wrong.
2: Yeah,
0: Allen is Allen is not exactly, you know, he's not exactly stone face in the, you know, like facing down of adversity. where Mahomes, you know, Mahomes, like, just, like, looks like, okay, we're just going to get it back.
2: He's more poised in those situations. And and I don't uh,
1: know, somebody said this the other day. Do you think at some point the Bills are too intense? And it made me think about that, because it's the way the McDermott coaches, there's such a level of intensity in these guys that a lot of times they don't look like they're having a whole lot of fun out there and you see a lot of other teams where it just feels easier like there's just like always a level of stress and in you can spin this as a positive you can spin it as a negative whatever way I don't think you know the answer but they're always right tearing right at that edge of like we have to do this we have to do this we have to do this like go 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 go, go. and it, at some point it's like take a breath take a step back like just go out there don't overthink it play your game and it feels like we operate too high at that like level of anxiety sometimes.
0: No, and that that is a good point. They definitely seem to be having fun when they're up by twenty. Right. Games, you right. know. But like that like the but that's a thing that's just not gonna be that's just not going to be happening. It's not feasible. No, you know, it's not, no, not at all. And uh but yeah they have to, you know, they have to start proving that they can win these, you know, you no know, close, you know, closer games again against better teams than, you know, the Giants and the Buccaneers. Yeah, and, uh, but yeah, it's uh, I mean two other like really great spots. Uh, Kincaid, which is no secret, he oh. started to look good last week. He's Love now he, we just know like this is just the tip of the iceberg with him. Just on um, the touchdown catch, that was just uh, like that. Uh, that was also a like fantastic design play. Yes,
2: uh,
0: which is like kind of like where I'm like, okay, maybe maybe there's maybe there's more to Dorsey than meets the eye, and also, what I loved, I love seeing Shakir get in there uh, much more often.
1: He's such a funny. Both of them are such feel-good stories, but Shakir, you can tell, is just working his butt off to do that, Oops. to make plays, to get open, to catch the ball. Right? It, it's it, he doesn't he doesn't drop those opportunities. He takes mm-hmm. them literally, runs with them. Um, oh, no. feel good, and they're getting opportunities to see that. Um, Kincaid, I think is going to be one of my new
0: favorite players of all time. He's just fun to watch. Oh yeah. Oh no, it's, um, he's not, he was never a secret, you know, there was a lot of hype coming, coming about him in, uh, out of college and, but no, it's just, you see the little things he had the, that catch. And then there was the catch where he, he broke like a 10 year veteran linebackers ankles and, you know, just like adjusted to get the ball. On that and it's you just know it's like my God, he's really good now. And and I mean obviously with Knox out for indefinitely uh look luckily, I think it's only gonna be a month or so.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh we're gonna be seeing a lot more of him, and you can you're already you're already seeing uh Alan is definitely looking for Kincaid. It's like mm-hmm. you know, digs Kincaid, and then he's like kind of scanning scanning the rest of the field. Mm-hmm. Uh and with the uh, and also with Shakir, it's just good to see. You know, eventually we're going to need somebody to replace Davis. I almost confident Davis is not going to be back next year. I think. I think he's done a, you know, I think he's done a very serviceable job mm-hmm. uh, as a number two. There, are, there are some issues, but I just know he's there's a there's a team out there that is going to throw a bunch of money at him. Agreed. Um, and it's gonna be a it's gonna be an amount of money that I'm not gonna want the Bills to throw at him, especially in our, you know, current situation. Just, so to see a guy like Shakir who it's like and if he could become that number two, uh, you know, even even this year, if he becomes that like two B, you mm-hmm. know, just like getting getting Josh like more and more weapons. I think he he has a lot of weapons already, but it's just, you know, just pile on those weapons. It was just uh finally good to see. You know him get a significant amount of targets because it seems like when he like he makes the most of those very few opportunities that he does does. get. He does.
1: Yeah, I think. um, Well, the good news is we're not going to have the money to 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 give (laughs) us that kind of money at that point because we got way too much else going on. But um, no, I agree, and I think that's something this team has been desperately trying to find since we got Diggs is a solid number two because it's just too easy at this point to cover him. He's, he's the clear option on the field, so they need a number two. And, I I mean, this kid's playing his butt off to get there, and it's fun. It's fun to see.
0: Oh, absolutely. And speaking of Diggs, as of right now, uh, he leads the NFL in receptions, and this is even after you know, what was considered a somewhat quiet game for Diggs this past
1: I know, stuff. which is wild to me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which, again, I can look at that and say, positive, awesome, good for you. But at the same time, what that says to me is there's a lot of teams that have a lot of other weapons that they can spread the field with. And he is our number one. He is our only one in a lot mm-hmm. of cases sometimes. Now we've got some people making some breakout plays, but it's I love it. But it also tells me like it's it's obvious
0: who we're going to be throwing the ball to. Oh no, absolutely. And uh yeah, we're going to need uh you know, we're going to need to exploit all of these weapons next week against the Bengals who uh seem to be in the opposite uh trajectory as the Bills. You know, where the Bengals started off really ice cold and just yesterday they really put it to the uh San Francisco 49ers who are uh, definitely on the decline. Uh, so, uh, speaking of like the AFC, it's such an interesting. It's granted, it's halfway through the season, still nine more games left, but the, uh, it's only one and a half games that separates the current number one seed and the current number nine seed. It means there are nine nine teams between six and two and four and three, and we're the only five and three team in there. It's a bunch of six and twos above us, and then a bunch of four and threes behind us, including the Bengals. So obviously not all will be lost if uh, this game goes the negative direction. But it's mainly the Bills could do themselves a huge, huge favor by beating these upstart Bengals.
1: Yeah, unfortunately the Bengals are hitting their stride right now. So it's like everybody's like, Oh, it's a perfect opportunity for them, but God help us it's like the worst time for them to have finally put together their entire team. So I think it's it's gonna okay. be a cooling out and this is gonna be the first time this team is back in Cincy since last year.
0: That is no, that is that is true. Uh you know, oh that's that's definitely gonna be that's gonna be mentioned many, many times on Sunday night. Uh, and that's another thing. It's another night game.
2: Another night game, um,
0: yeah. Under the lights. It's gonna I mean, it's just gonna be, you know, just nerve-wracking as we accept. absolutely we know what happened like that game, and that was uh absolute, like absolutely unforgettable. Like and but yeah, and it's like it's gonna be mentioned every time we play the Bengals. Yeah. Uh and then there's also the fact, you know before before that tragic thing happened, and then the game uh we have not seen the bills uh, able to stop this team at all, like offensively burrow we've seen him play for four and a half quarters, and he just seems to move the ball at will uh against the bills and it doesn't help it doesn't help that we have all these in you know injuries that we're contended with either uh here's the one saving grace uh despite how great the bengals uh offense looked in especially yesterday and in weeks past. Uh there's a lot of questions around the Cincinnati defense. Yesterday they gave up three hundred and fifty yards passing to Brock Purdy.
1: Yeah. So
0: in my calculator really like, one of his
1: worst games still.
0: Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean he threw two interceptions, but mm-hmm. you know it's it's not like you can move like this team can't have the move ball moved down on them right so it's going to have to come down to where you know uh yeah this offense is going like, to I don't think it's any question this offense is going to have to have another game like it was having uh in weeks 2 to 4 where they're just you know scoring at will and then just trying to win in win a sh- in a shootout and that I do like our chances if that happens but that's definitely going to come down to uh how the offense decides to play this game and, yeah, uh, my, it's going
1: to be the battle of two offenses, I think. Our defense is, for the love of God, pulling it together game after game, battered, bruised, and down half of their starters at this point. So they're still figuring it out. But, um, my God, we our offense has to show up in a big way.
0: Oh, yeah, no, and it has to. And by my calculations, it's one thing to, you know, it's, it's a little... Uh, relieving to see Brock Purdy throw for 350 something yards. Cause by my calculations, that means Alan could throw for like 600, <laughs>
2: double it, double it. Meant yes, exactly.
0: And I think, yes, I think that's how uh, they're going to have to look into this. Like, it's like, Oh yeah, you should be able to throw for 600, 700. No point. Like just no question. And that's uh they should just hire me as the coordinator for this game. I'll just have them throwing <laughs> every single down, you know, but like, that's where good. some of
1: the creativity comes in. So one of the clips, one of my favorite coaches, and I hate to admit this out loud publicly, let alone on a podcast it's going to be recorded, but watching Mike McDaniel coach the Dolphins is one of the most fun things to see because there are sometimes they will go out there and be like, you know what, script, we're just going to run. Let's just let's just throw let's just throw the ball ten times. We're going to throw the ball every time on this play. Let's see what happens. And they're going to go out and have fun and do it. So it's like, it just do something, do that.
2: Oh yeah, this Don't isn't bi- this
1: run, run pass, run, run pass that we've become so accustomed to over the last five years. Mm-hmm. Just do something different and see what happens. This is a great game to try that.
0: Oh, absolutely. And uh, but no, this isn't the first time you've given praise to uh, Mike McDaniel. Oh, remember, you did the last time.
1: Oh, uh, I hate to admit that.
0: I know. Well, it's one thing. I'm not going to. I'm not. I'm never going to question that. McDaniel is not a great coach. Um, I will I will question his likability factor. He seems like a nice guy, but (laughs) it's like his cheesy joking and those things like uh you know, different.
1: It's it's a different look for a league that's like built on these stoic guys that, you know, rarely ever show emotion or anything. Like it's just it's just different. And I don't know where it'll end or any of that, but um it's just different.
0: Oh yeah i know i definitely come from uh i come from the school of liking i like the cowers and the parcels
2: yeah yeah like
0: just the you know the guys the guys i would not want to have dinner with but i would definitely (laughs) want uh you know i would definitely want coaching uh my football team Mm -hmm. and i just i i i also love mcdermott i just i love uh i do too yeah sometimes i mean sometimes his stuff you know stuff is questionable uh and I'm definitely not in the boat like, well, so we're gonna have to think about replacing this coaching staff because that's just I think that's completely unfeasible. They're the reason we've gotten to where we are. All right. And, you know, we'll we'll see. This team is definitely capable of making that next step. Uh
1: and I do think but, it's realistic to say though that one thing that's becoming obvious, we lost a big offensive mind when Dable left for the Giants. And I don't think we've filled it. We've got a great defensive mind. Now that he's mm-hmm. called the shots, that team that defense turned around in ways early in the season that we haven't seen that defense do in years. And we've mm-hmm. had all the players. So we've got a great defensive mind, but we need somebody that has a brilliant offensive mind to match it, because it's just not him, and that's OK. But oh, yeah. he's surrounded by those guys because I think he is our guy and he's built this team and this culture in a way that is just perfect for the fabric of this town. But my God, we need, we need something. He needs a compliment there that I just don't think he Absolutely. has that.
0: Yeah, no. And it's, uh, yeah, no, it is, it is true. And I mean, obviously we're going to ride, we're going to ride Dorsey till the end of the season. Uh, and I think I mentioned it a few few times on the show it's like i feel dorsey at the end of the year could either you know go on to be the head coach of the commanders mm-hmm. or he could you know or he could be like a quarterback coach at grand valley state yeah, you know, at the end yeah. Of the year. it's like that's it's that's either what it's going to be because it's it's almost in every game sometimes you're just thinking it's like oh brilliant play by dorsey and then the other time it's just like what was that and it's and it's way more of a roller coaster than with other coaches. That's one thing I definitely think that McDermott can come up with a defensive scheme to slow down, uh, you know, slow slow this Bengals offense down. Again, Bengals offensive line is not, it's not particularly, you know, astounding. So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, we're definitely going to be doing ourselves a favor by beating the Bengals. The way the schedule plays out, the Broncos, who I have no idea that. That a couple of weeks ago, that seemed to be about as easy a game as the Giants. Or, or the Patriots, of course. So now it's, uh, yeah, there's definitely no, uh, no, definitely zero, zero, absolutely zero guarantee with that one. Then after that, it's right, we play the boogeymen, the Jets. <laughs> and then it goes Philadelphia, at Philadelphia, by at Chiefs. And then it's either Chargers Cowboys or Cowboys Chargers. It's just like, it's just brutal.
1: It's an ugly, out. ugly stretch from there. Oh. And yeah, so one thing that I hope that we see in this game uh, coming up is a big game from Von Miller. Because if we're going to use him and use him. Significantly, I know they're still bringing him back as they should at this point. He was not the guy that was supposed to come in and play every snap by any stretch, he's a guy that's supposed to help mm. us play games and get through the playoffs. But this is a make or break for us potentially in mm. what that picture is going to look like. So I would love, love, love to see him have a huge game coming up because I think oh. that'll, that'll be really telling for us.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, if we could have like that four headed monster at uh, the edge rush. Uh, 'Cause then again, uh Epinesa with another, you know, another sack. Uh mm-hmm. he's been so, so beyond impressive. like it's I was so thinking. Yeah. Up, yeah. I know, I was definitely you know? like I was hoping he'd be good, you know, so he could be trade bait at like at this particular time of year. Uh speaking of, we'll uh get to that just in a little <laughs> bit. Uh and now it's just like, oh my God, we have to we have to keep him and who knows, possibly extend him at uh Oh, I don't think it's at, I think he, I wonder if he's up. I think he is actually up. I think it's his, I think this is his fourth year. So uh, we'll worry about that at the time. But yes, we're not trading him. We need, we need him. Uh, I mean, what a time for him to just really explode. Oliver's having one of his best years.
1: I know. Seeing both of these guys excel this year is is awesome. They were both yeah. good, Long overdue.
0: Oh, yeah no absolutely and uh but no speaking that just reminded me speaking of this trade deadline i believe it's tomorrow uh i i don't see us being major players i'd love to see us uh maybe just get like you know maybe some sort of journeyman yes. person on defense uh i heard one one interesting name i heard i don't know if this was just bills rumblings or league rumblings is uh vikings look to probably Probably maybe unload some players. Kirk Cousins is possibly out for the rest of the year. Doesn't look like doesn't look like it's going there. I heard the possibility of Harrison Phillips coming back. I would take so, that
2: in a heartbeat.
0: Oh, absolutely! And he had a pretty big, uh, pretty big play in a win yesterday.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, and it's so funny to talk about. You know, I'm just going to pull 180 on my whole sentimentality <laughs> thing no because I was just like oh he's a great guy but yes you know, like, mm-hmm. we wish him luck in Minnesota uh, I mean as far as character goes that guy was complete class act I think he was our Walter Cam- uh, Walter Payton nominee yeah. like almost every year he was here yeah and not only that it's a time when we could use him with uh, you know especially with uh, Daquan out probably like, uh, probably the whole regular season if not mm-hmm. the playoffs too uh because I'm just, I'm definitely not seeing it with settle. I love Phillips, but, uh, you know, but those Phillip,
2: decisions add up. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. When you get a, when you get a 15 yard penalty on a like fourth and 10, yeah. that's not completely okay. inexcusable. Uh, and I, I know they've said settle is definitely a, like solely a situational, like pass rushing defensive tackle. He's, definitely not suitable against the run so bringing in you know if we could uh you know if we could do some like sort of straight up harrison phillips for um, kair elam
1: <laughs> I was gonna say, who's the one person that i have zero sentimentality attachment towards right now
0: get him oh, on exactly. and it's you know <laughs> we,
1: don't um, need him. we won't even play we're playing josh norman over him at this point like come on
0: oh absolutely and uh and, and this was surprising. I've actually heard that there is interest in Kair Elam out of like, and obviously, you know, why not? It's, he was a high pick. And if you can, like, especially if you know, the bills would be selling low on him, yeah. you know, you can go with that potential, but I just kind of go back to, you know, how many, how many players, uh, who did not pan out have, uh, uh, McDermott and Bean given way too many chances on. Him. One especially was Nathan Peterman. I
1: was just going to say, get out of my head, <laughs> the love for Nathan Peterman. By, okay, the fact that that kid's still in this league is also a little bit frightening, but it gives hope to Kyrie that he can find a home somewhere.
0: Exactly, yeah. Um, you know, and also Cody Ford definitely seemed to be on the team yeah. way longer than uh, we would have expected. Uh, and the bill, like, it's just funny. They, without saying so much, the, uh, McDermott seems like you know he's not even willing to give Elam a chance. The only thing that brought Elam off the inactive list, the the healthy inactive list, mind you, is the uh, you know loss to White End. Like the loss to like Benford, the one week Jackson, and it's just like they, I think they just of all
1: our other players because otherwise they were going to the stands and pick somebody at that point.
0: <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah, and uh, I mean, you know, hey, I'll try out. I'm 44. Uh, I have bum knees, but you know, hey, if Elam can't do it, I'm sure I can't either.
1: Well, it's the hockey emergency goalie phenomenon of having an emergency goalie in the stands that you can pull in at a at a moment's notice. Like at some point, next man up is probably better in the stands at some point.
0: Oh no, absolutely. But uh but I mean I think that would be a good uh you know just sever the ties with Elam, bring Harrison Phillips in. There's probably some other things in the works, but I I it'll be very interesting. I'm gonna guess probably in the next twenty four hours, Bills will make some sort of uh you know interesting move. Uh yeah, we'll definitely be in touch about that. Uh, and I think and- they
1: have to. This is one of those situations where, you know, the Bills in other seasons haven't had to do anything at the trade mm-hmm. deadline. They've had the luxury of being able to be quiet. But mm-hmm. there are gaps. There are obvious. I mean, you could pick any position on defense at this point and say that we've got a gap there. But there are obvious gaps, so I don't think we need a big splashy play by any stretch or oh, a big flashy move, but we need something
0: to get us over the line this yeah. year. I definitely I would definitely like a serviceable veteran uh defensive back. Agreed. You know, that would be like a corner cornerback especially. That would just be that would just give me a little more relief. And uh I don't have a name because I just don't know who is, you know, out and there and who, yeah. and who we can get like that we're gonna be able to afford possibly at the end of the season. But uh yeah getting the uh, two minute warning here so it's about time to wrap this up but before that uh, I'm gonna offer next week's trivia to everyone and you Meg and you will give me the correct answer after the uh, show so we play the Bengals who we obviously played in our first ever AFC championship back in the 1988 season and we followed that up uh with a you know, pretty, uh, pretty viable success against the Bengals, uh, moving forward from that game. How long was the win streak versus the Bengals after losing to them in the 1988 AFC championship? So you can ponder that for a second, but, uh, Meg, thank you so, so much for coming on the show yet again. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be, enjoy the week enjoy halloween and i'm gonna you know, hopefully run into you some point in the next uh you know four weeks if i don't have you on the show before then Definitely,
1: uh,
0: yeah no, but do be, be good to
1: have you back in the 716
0: oh absolutely it'll be here quicker i can't yeah it's one of these things i even have to like figure out what day i'm going but uh yeah and i'll be in town for the eagles game that'll be uh that'll be a good one to be back home for but, uh but excellent we're going to have you on uh, very shortly as you know and again thank you so much meg fantastic time
1: thank you for having me
0: excellent and thank you bills mafia yet again uh five and three we're running right with the uh upper herd of the afc enjoy your week and let's go buffalo Thanks again for listening to Buffalo Bills or Bust. Remember to like and subscribe. Leave a comment and let's go, Buffalo. Buffalo Bills or Bust has been a Samurai Dinosaur production. Copyright 2023.